God, another fucking cat's based podcast for you. When will the horror leave the discourse? Ba ba da ba. So as you can tell from the musical accompaniment that will accompany maybe my intro, but I because I'm gonna to have to sing another intro which will be cats themed. This is hello listener, do not adjust your settings. Yes, this is another podcast on cats. Because it's the movie that keeps on giving. Um and this is also a family cast. It is Boxing Day in the good year of our Lord 2019. I'm joined by uh, the full family, uh, Maddie. Hello. Zoe. Meow. And also mum in the background who hasn't seen the film but may <coughs> nonetheless chip in. Hello. There we go. So. Molly. And, the and, and Molly the dog who. Who also might chip in. She won't chip in. She knows what's good for her. <laughs> um, so while me and mum were at home having a nice afternoon watching the full Monty, um, Maddie and Zoe, I, I gather you went to see Cats. We, we did. did. So we begin the podcast as ever with a round of one line hot takes. Um, and as it may have been a while since you've been on the show, the one-line hot takes is where you try and sum up your feelings on this film in one sassy line, quip, or series of words that come out of your face. Um, Maddie. I can't decide between human hands <coughs> everywhere, and I'm not sure that was worth 12 quid. Fair. Zoe, your one-line hot take? Um, shouldn't have gone sober. Ah, it was a matinee showing. It and it- well, you would have had to have started day drinking pretty early to get to the right level Boxing for cats. Day. It would have been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're not going to necessarily go through the plot because we already did an entire podcast where also, we did there that. there is it's no plot. Yeah, I mean, there's that's... a bunch of cats and they want to die. Yes. And how did that make you feel? <laughs> well, I mean, I remember when I watched the original Broadway video. Yes. I didn't really get that. Mm. And then, I, like, ages later I was like, wait a minute! Well, I've noticed like, that today. That oh. epiphany occurred during this film. I mean, I have to say, watching this film helped me understand the plot so much better than the Broadway version. Hmm. I mean, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of, because they do add a lot they of stuff. They have helpful dialogue. But, like, I, I can't... Yeah, I mean, the dialogue was helpful. It was a bit weird. Yes. But it was helpful. So, what, what were your expectations for Cats going in? Because I can finally talk about my reaction, which you haven't heard about. Yeah, we want to hear your reaction as well. Then. Oh, yeah. Sorry, um, sorry, anyone who's actually listening, but... But I know everyone who's... We, we they've already heard it, but yeah. I'll, I'll, give, I'll try and... I will again. I'll try and prevent, present my thoughts in a different way. Um, I was disappointed by this film. Right. But not for the reasons you might expect. I was right. disappointed because film Twitter and critics at large had painted this as some kind of world-ending, life-destroying mm, monstrosity mm, that mm, would mm, haunt yeah. your dreams forever. And I came out, I was like... It was just cats. It was just cats, but with bad CGI and not very sung very well. I, I expected it to be much weirder. There were moments where it got to the weird, like, oh no, like the um, Jenny Any Dot sequence with the mice and the cockroaches. Well, <laughs> the bit when she literally unzipped her own skin. Yeah. I'm not even kidding, Mum. Rebel Wilson unzipped her own skin and stepped out of it in, in a and jazz well, costume. Spoiler. Your brother, knowing that I wasn't going to be coming with you today, kindly assaulted my eyes with that yesterday. Yeah. With that exact sequence. It's not fucking right! No. It's not right! The, yeah. the whole of that sequence is a bad thing. I think the... <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. For yeah. me, like, I obviously had heard bits from you and um, me and Maddie had actually looked up reviews the other yes. day. Yeah. Um, so I had some idea and sort of in the opening scene... 
I was kind of like, oh, I've made a really bad decision by coming here. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there was and this, you weren't drunk. And I wasn't drunk. And there was this moment where I sort of, me and Maddie were commenting to to each other quite a lot in the film. And I think the first I was, moment, I was just, to, just to ask, how busy was the screening? About really quite busy. Two thirds full? Maybe? Really? On yeah. what's a day on a matinee? Yeah. Okay. After the reviews. Oh. Um, um, and I, I think the first thing I said to Maddie was I leant over and said, like, have you noticed their collars are yes. moving by themselves? They do, yeah. And they really, 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 really struggled aligning Victoria's face with her body mm. more than any other I cat. Just this at all. More than any other cat. And it was unfortunate because Victoria's in every scene pretty much. Pretty much. And they really struggled with her face. <laughs> it was she'd be looking here and it would just be slightly but then and then and the mice. I mean anyway, let's get back to chronological. I'll pour some more Baileys and we'll uh <laughs> Okay, so um, you start with Victoria in the alleyway having been abandoned and they do the, you know, Are you blind with your butt? song. And you see in the dark. And that was also where I was like, oh, the singing isn't very good. The singing is not good. There are about two to three people who can sing. Who are they, Nick? Two and a half people. I felt, I didn't particularly like her performance, but um, Lady Who Plays Grizabella... I thought Jennifer Hudson was good. Yeah, she can sing. Yeah, it's just she, it was just a lot of her kind of sobbing her way through the song. And I, I was like, maybe, maybe show us and don't tell us. Like, I kept being like, I wish she'd wipe her nose. I also she thought that. Was running. No, her nose was running, literally. No, no, and she just for ages, for about a whole scene where Victoria was singing to her, she had snot coming out of her nose. And I kind of noticed I mean, she's it. And then crying, Maddie, you know, Maddie but... literally leant over and went, I really wish she'd wipe it's not like cats are traditionally fastidiously clean creatures. But it was just like, I mean, I mean, the speaking about the noses, surprisingly, the concept of them having a human nose really threw me off. It is a, it's odd, isn't it? It is. I mean, I don't kick the table. After the first hour, I think I kind of gotten over the the assault on my eyes. See, for me, I I got used to the CGI like after about five to ten minutes, because mm. after that first number, I was like, oh, it looks bad, and like. As you say, the collars, because they thought, they let's kind not... kind of shifted, like... They didn't have physical collars. They had, like, digitally added ones. Unfortunately, because the CGI team, I think, were grossly overworked and were not helped by the production of this film, apparently they didn't have any marks for yes. any of the CGI objects. Yeah. Mm. Um, a bit basic. Yes, it, it is. It is. I just remember when you were talking about, um, like, when Andy Serkis was doing the Gollum and so on, how you were explaining how marks worked. Yeah. Surely it's absolutely crucial. Yes. And this is what happens when you don't use them correctly. Um, so there's no consistent way to keep an object in space mapped to an object that is constantly moving, like an actor's breathing neck. neck. The, the, the problem was, though, because the collars were moving by themselves, it created this really odd effect where all their heads were kind of detached. And yes. very subtly going left to right, but it was actually the collar moving. Yeah. But it looked like all their... It was very strange. Again, I didn't... I don't think I noticed this, except... Well, I noticed it when you pointed it out, but... I, <laughs> I think, was like, Maddie, they're collars. I mean, I think my problem oh. was, I was like... But they're like humans in fursuits, but they're not in fursuits. The fur is on their bodies, which means they're naked. And then they all kept, like, lifting their legs and lifting their tails, and I was like... And showing their digitally removed genitals. Yeah, and I was like, what's under there? And then I was like, this is inappropriate. I mean, can I... You I, know, but, like, you know... 
Can I talk about... Yeah, Rebel Wilson, like, lying around doing the splits, <laughs> waving her legs in the air, and I'm like, please stop. True. Sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, I want to talk about the real elephant in the room, yeah. which was... Which hasn't actually been talked about that much. Ian McKellar's performance. Oh, yeah, piss break song. I Gus- know. My favourite scene was... I thought Ian McKellar was the best scene in the movie. It, but was it in a good way? Like, you know the scene where all the young... They, they've just entered the hall. All the young cats are doing their thing. Mm. And, like... And then, like, randomly the camera pans past Ian McKellar. And he just randomly goes, like... Meow, meow, meow. And it's really strange. Because no other cat has done that. He meow really loudly. Also, the part when when, 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 when he was like licking, lapping water from a dish. I died. It was because you're like, it's Ian McKellen. You're like Olivia Award winning actor. I mean, to be fair, he Ian was, McKellen. The thing is, he was basically playing himself. Like an old actor disgruntled by the stage. I didn't know he was kind of trolling. I kind of felt like he was trolling a little bit. Well, I felt bad for him because, like, we said this on the last cast, like, Gus the Theatre Cat. Is the worst song in the musical. Like it's 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 piss I mean, is material. it better than how you should address a cat? Well, that's the ending. You can, like the thing is you oh, can't leave awful. there. How did you like um, uh, uh, Judy Andrews looking? Not at Judy, Judy, Judy Dench. Dench. Fuck! I keep calling her Judy Andrews. I like, Judy Dench it. going. Now. It was awful. CGI cat Judy Dench turning around going now, and she's looking at you, Mum. It was. It was very like she's maintaining fierce eye contact. And she spectacularly can't sing. No, she like, didn't really try that hard though. She's supposed to be an old bad. cat. Old cats can't sing. But it was just unpleasant. What did you guys think of Jason Derulo? Very. I mean, he was there. Yeah. Like when he first came on, I was like, okay, he's actually imbuing his performance with some life, and then it all went away. Yeah. He's also, sorry, him but... and Taylor Swift kept swinging from American accents to English. Yes. Like, they'd sing in an American accent, but then they'd try and speak in an English accent. And this weird sort of pseudo-cockney would oh, come out. Um, um, it can, was very... can, can we talk about oh, the bit the when... Dick Van Dyke thing, yeah. it? It's not quite as bad as that, but... Can we talk about the bit when Idris Elba came in without his coat and his that entire light naked body was covered in dark brown fur? Didn't you whisper to me and say, like, I'm weirdly horny? I it's said boner confusion oh, is what yeah. I said. <laughs> It's, this is the this is the thing I've heard people talk about. It's, it's the fact that it's pretty good actually, except that McCavity can teleport now and has lines and, and has a, and, and he has a boat. But did you notice that the boat was also cat sized? Well, the, oh! the sizing the sizing was super weird throughout the whole film. Oh yeah, didn't make any sense. I mean, there's there's talk about Idris Elba. I think hmm. that the contact lenses. I I no, his, no not for I you. didn't like the contact lenses. He had green. Yeah, like green he had magic powers. Yes, he could teleport. Yes. He could also teleport other cats. There were many more teleporting cats in this movie than I expected. Everyone was because the original stage musical has one. And also, like I can't always... cat to even teleport. No, it's it's Mr. Mustafa. Yeah, yeah, that's magic. He disappears. And yeah, it's a big deal. Like yeah. Whereas McCavity's just teleporting people all over all the shop. All over the shop. Like shot. poof. And he just runs a hand through your hair, and that's it. You're and then you're gone. And like. I was like, McCavity's coming from like a whole different movie, a far darker yeah. one. I mean, I'd, I'd never say this normally because it's Idris Elba, but like in the Broadway version we had on video, McCavity was really kind of sexy. Like he was. Mm. He but was he was also sexy. much more dangerous. Whereas McCavity was not very sexy. No, he was a bit weird. Not even when he took off his fur coat and you Definitely saw his not wife when naked. I mean, the fur coat. He was very lithe, Mum. He was very. Was, he was wearing a fur coat too. He was yes. wearing a fur coat. Dude. 
Judy Dench was wearing a fur coat. Yep. Ian McKellen was wearing a coat. A normal coat. A tweed coat. But it kind of hung open and you could see his naked cat. Skimble Shanks is wearing like red trousers with braces. Yeah, and that's what I Zoe, Zoe, who's the cat in the red silk trousers? Also, I'm pretty sure I saw Skimble Shanks' very human feet looking really weirdly prominent and I couldn't tell if he was actually meant to be a cat or some kind of weird dwarf. You did not see his feet because he's wearing uh, tap shoes. No, he's no, one of no, the no, few no, cats that appeared. wear shoes. No, they I appeared. think they, they appeared, appeared early when he's hanging around. Oh, the back. he wasn't always wearing the tap shoes. Oh, yeah. I didn't and, spot that. And his feet were really big, and I was like, I it honestly was weird that they had yeah. human feet. Yeah, yeah. As I picked them up, they said, "We're not going to say anything until we get back." And then they kept going, "Human hands, human feet, human hu- human hands, human feet." Also, about half by about halfway through, I was like. Oh, I kind of want to pet the cats because they're so fluffy. And then I was like, I hate myself. But then, <laughs> but then the two cats who were in trainers came on and did a dance, and I was like, No, that's made it weird again. Yeah, no, what was great was I went over to Maddie and I was like, Why are those cats wearing trainers? And she went, Oh, that's why their legs are weird. <laughs> also, Taylor Swift was wearing heels. I have to say, her performance was probably my favourite of the film. Yeah. That's that just was, because it's a good song. Yeah, I was like, I, I think the Broadway version was better. Like, and I felt like, I mean, in but the, also the, the way that suddenly there were like two French cats who were evil and had berets and appeared. No, that was only one. French when? No, there was, there only was at one least evil one cat. French cat in a beret in the catnip sequence. No, I think you're thinking of uh, Mungo, Jerry, and Rumpelstiltskin. No, no, I'm not. There Nick. was a third. There was a third one. Yeah, a French a cat in a beret, and you see in How the credits. How did you know they were French? Because they were wearing a beret. <laughs> beret. But also in the credits, That's it's it credited like two people with French names, and it said blah 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 and blah 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 as les twins. Oh. So I think there may have actually been two. Well, because there were those twins in the Broadway show, but they weren't French or evil. They were just there, and they were both sinuous, like matching cats. I'm, I'm clutching at straws here, you know, it's, it's like you've got to make of this movie what you can. The thing is, yeah, and then I was like, I don't actually know what's going on. Can I ask you two what you thought of the dancing? Um, I wish that they had taken the camera away from Tom Hooper, because Tom Hooper <laughs> has a... I mean, we talked about this on the last podcast, is that traditionally film has often had a problem with, act, with capturing dance well, mm. because the appeal of dance is seeing someone do the dance and it's like that's why it's very it's best experience life because it's like oh wow I'm seeing this person do a thing mm. in presence you know it's there um, which means that generally the best way you want to experience dance in movie is with slow moving camera usually quite locked down not shaking around much Fred Astaire yeah like that they have these big long slow tracking pans so you can see all the cool stuff that he's doing Tom Hooper is a big fan of uh, Handicam also known as Shaky Cam and there are lots of bits we like. Well, that looked like someone did a good move, but we didn't. We we, we didn't see it. Would have liked to have seen it. Is that right? it's, I, yeah, I think it's sad because the. I think the, throughout the whole thing, I thought like actually, I think you know, I could see the effort the the ensemble were putting in, mm. and you know, I thought like. I mean, it was with the singing wasn't bad, but it also just wasn't good. It wasn't good. And I'm not. A lot of people are not aware of where the diaphragms are. Yeah. No bass. Like, <laughs> you know, I felt, but dancing wise, I thought they were really trying hard and it I mean it's no bit well I mean I can't I can't dance to save my life and I think the other issue was sort of the character of Victoria absolutely great that they casted a real life ballerina yeah 
She had some lovely moments where she got to ballet dance. But she could not sing. No. Every time she sang, I was like, oh. And like, you know, we, we finally got to memory, which yeah. I didn't know was going to be the first reprise. I didn't know there was going to be. And yeah. I mean, Maddie saw me fume when Jennifer Hudson sang one verse and then just stopped. And then I was like, what, that, we, we're not going to have the... And then, and and then, then she started Victoria singing. sang a mediocre song in a mediocre voice. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, the new one about dancing with ghosts. But ghosts. like, you know what I mean? I... I I was really looking forward to memory. I mean, luckily it came later, but I was kind of like, we, we, we've cut Touch Me to listen to Victoria sing not very well about... Mm. Also, oh, spe- dear, speaking nice. of cutting they things, the poem at the beginning, the name of your cats is a serious matter and the cat has three different names, they cut the verse about the second name. <laughs> she, you, yes. <laughs> I didn't catch that when I watched well, it. She like, was raging. <laughs> we were five minutes in I'm and like, she was like... They, well, I'm like, what's the point of having it if you're going to cut? They're like three different names. Here is it? one, and here is the third one. Don't ask about name number two. <laughs> my girl, it's numbers, you see. <laughs> and the thing is, you see, I was asking about the dancing because I think that Cats is basically like a dance musical. It it's more dance based than song based. Like, and Apart yeah. from the character of Grizabella. Really. Like, if yeah. you like the songs, but the thing, if you go and see the, the musical, you're kind of, in some ways, going to see people dancing about looking That's like what I've always understood to be the case. So the thing was, it seemed a shame that the, dan- the dancing didn't move me, and the singing wasn't very good. And the trouble is, when they tried to make me feel things, I'm like, like, but they're fucking cat-human <laughs> I don't believe in them as beings. I don't care. I'm not moved by any of this. Also, introducing Victoria and kind of making her the focal point of the story, and then having Mr. Mistopheles as this like sad sack who needs to get confidence. Yeah, I mean, I mean he was gonna me. he was gonna be my was next so question. Jazzy. But my point was like then it's like, but Grisabella gets to go to the heavy side lair because she's sad. No, because Victoria said you get it. I yeah, yeah, it. but the point you're only worth something because I say so. <laughs> The point, it seemed like it's like, actually, Grisabella wasn't really the focus. Whereas in the Broadway musical, it's like everyone else is very like on point and dancey and cruel and confident. And then Grisabella is a complete conf- contrast because she's, she's stumbling about, she doesn't dance, she's sad. I have two questions for yes. you. One on that topic and one I'm going to segue yes. to. Um, on the subject of Grisabella, you mentioned that she's stumbling about. What did you make of that bit when she goes to leave after her first appearance and then for some reason crawls away? The crawling was a constant confusion for me. Yeah. Sometimes they crawl, but I literally thought the same thing. I was, I mean, I was like, maybe it's to sort of show that she's submissive and like broken, broken, but kind of like, but then others would randomly crawl and then randomly not crawl. And I was like, I think we need to commit one way or the other. <laughs> Either we crawl or we don't crawl. Because uh, if you walk around a lot, which a lot of them do, like, then someone crawls. You're like, well, why? You why hold on? Yeah, get she's... off the floor. You made it too human. Whereas, again, with the Broadway show, the dancers one have much less far to go. The furthest distance they ever travel is from one side of the stage yeah. to the other, which was usually in a pirouette into a little skiddy, crawly, walky thing. And it's yeah. like you see it for like a second, and you're like, oh, okay. Whereas when you have a good four or five seconds of just Jennifer Hudson <laughs> crawling, crawling away, that's really weird. You're left Hudson, I don't want to be in this movie anymore. My, my follow-up question um, yeah. was um, on the subject that Zoe raised, um, Mephistopheles. Oh, I was so annoyed. Zoe. Mephistopheles, yeah. not Mephistopheles! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kept I didn't know what Zoe meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so in the, in the, I remember vividly in the Broadway version, 
he's really, really jazzy and cool, and he suddenly appears, and he's all glittery as well, and he's, he's got a little bow tie. Yes, you know. Fine, I don't know. Some. I think he I is mean, a new. I think did really well. I think he's a newerish actor. Yeah. He's not like a big name. But right? you know, he's like the savior, and like he does lots of leaps, and I remember him being really, really, really cool. Yeah. And I hadn't quite put two and two together that they were the same character ah. until we <laughs> had the. You know, and like, I remember the scene where he reveals on the stage. Deuteronomy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know any of their names. Due to really, yeah. uh, it was really impressive because he suddenly appears. Whereas in the film, I was like, okay, so he fails the first time, and that's quite a funny gag, I guess, because you've made him this kind of cringe character for no reason. But then to watch him he fail like another four times, I was like, okay, we get, we get it. Like, can we, can we, you know? And, and, then, and then they'd stop and they'd be like, oh, oh, so if they were, oh. <laughs> Oh, so was that? Oh, and I was like, oh my god! And then the thing that's really weird is that the time he actually succeeds, he thinks he's failed again, and then Judy Dench is like, actually, I'm here. <laughs> well, she sings, she sings very badly. She's like, oh, oh, and you're like, oh god, she's back. Oh, like, she's here because no one else in the cast sings like this. Did you like the um? Look, I I did know that in some respects they did go back to old possum, old possum's book of practical cats. Dug deep and they brought out Growl Tiger. They did. Played by Ray Winston. Yes. He was there. I mean, I was oh, like, I was wondering who that was. You know, the guy from I the... did tell you it was Ray Winston. No, I was wondering who the character was. Uh, yeah, was he's, like, not he's... In the, he's not in the Broadway musical at all. It's um, all right, he's not in the movie. No. Yeah, but he is, yeah. All right, are there any other particular bits that you want to talk about? Well, I, I like... In the, I was very disappointed by Mungo Jerry and Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, oh they, them. they fucked that song up. Well, I did, I, a, like... I did an actual rant where I was like, Mungo Jerry and Rumpelstiltskin's song is meant to be a fun, you know, hoo ha, like umpa type song. It's yeah, it's rap, bap, ba, da, ba, da, so, to be fair, ba, da, to be fair, they're doing it as a jazz number. I'm like, this fair, doesn't make sense. I feel like years and years ago, I hit, did hear a tape where it was more like. Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser, but the Broadway version was far superior to that. Yeah. And I just really wanted to hear it as Jazzy. Also, she was always the dream character I wanted to play. Oh, right. Yes, Rumble either Teaser, her yeah. or, or, or Grisabella. Yeah. That, they were my two. Yeah. So yes. to see her not, yeah. I mean, I liked the I liked the, the way they filmed it and stuff. I thought that was quite fun. Yeah. Um, and I quite liked that sort of she got hooked on the bed and they were like, Bye, Felicia! And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, it was. And, and, you know, I liked that. And then I liked when she sort of managed to find the group again. They were just sat there sharing a pint of beer and were like, oh, you're right. Yeah. You know, well, but like. It was yeah, just, the, it's just know. the wrong fit. Like, slow, like, understated, shuffling scat jazz. It's not like fun, let's do crimes music. No. It's like kind I mean, of sexy dangerous. I don't know what kind of crimes you were doing. Hey, oh yeah, were you guys as disappointed as last podcast crew? Were you really annoyed that when the dog was coming, they ran away the before dog. you got to see it? What is a dog I, in this I, universe? I, I, I was literally like, is this going to be a giant CGI dog? Is it going to be a human dog? Is you it, don't like, see it. You, know, you, don't, you just yeah. hear it. You hear the noise of an approaching dog and they try and hold the door and it bangs on the door and you're like... I, I thought the same thing. I was like, but what does a dog look like in this world? Well, a cat is not a dog, so... Judy <laughs> Dench did make that very clear. Yeah. A, 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 excruciating if, if, if I learned one thing, it's that a cat is not a dog. <laughs> and then the other cats echoed it. Yeah. I was one thing I was struck by, um, and again I'm trying not to repeat myself too much, but it was the thing that struck me is I thought Jennifer Hudson going up in the death balloon 
was way less cool than the giant the silver hunt. paw coming yeah. down. Yeah. I was like, I, I thought they were going to do a version of that because when McCavity's like, there's I'm the staircase. only one. Yeah, there's a cool staircase, staircase with a door and shit. Yeah. I was like, okay, fine. Is the implication that he magicked that up, though? I guess. It's he unclear. He do many things, like teleport. But also, I thought, like, as she was flying off and you didn't see her, like, you know, they... She sort of disappeared into sparkles. Well, right at the end. Kind but of. I was like, is she just going to keep going until she gets, like, set on fire? She gets to the, the heavy side layer. Or dies. Yeah, yeah but where I there's no kind of... air in the heavy side layer, so that's death. And then, I mean... Yeah, but we all know the cat wants to die. That's the whole point. They all want to die. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're I... gonna go to the heavy side layer and be reborn and come back to a different life. That sounds like death to me. I mean, this is the thing that, that... this is in the original. Like, this isn't the film. Well, in the in the Broadway show, they never really focus so much on the yay death yeah. aspect. It's more, you know, we make the jellical choice and one person will be reborn, and it's seen as a much more like, you know, there's never really a moment where they string all the other cats as being like candidates. It's more just like, we've got together because someone has to be chosen, yeah. and here's it's all, like, oh God, here's who we are. It sounds a lot more like a sacrifice. Someone it, must be chosen. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like the Wicker Man. Yeah. yeah. They all sing at the end, you know, and he's like, oh God, Jesus Christ. But, Wicker Man's great. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like, Rebel Wilson's like, I'm so sick of this kitchen, I just want to die. Yeah. If you think about it. And to be honest, mood. <laughs> yeah, mood. I mean, I guess a good point to sort of wrap up on. Yeah. McCavity's ending. Yeah. It's like, well, way to undercut any sense of menace to your character. Residual sense of it menace. Was, it was, I felt like they... He was still naked as he dangled from the rope below the balloon. I mean, they, what did they do in the Broadway Naked. Well, the, the Broadway version... I have to say, Maddie, that's a great sentence. I think you ought to set it as a novel writing comedy. He was still naked as he dangled from the rope beneath the balloon. That'll get the imaginations going. But with the... The thing is, McCavity's storyline in the Broadway show... Well, storyline. Remember, there's way less plot in the Broadway show. Yeah. Um, There's way less plot. They don't have expository dialogue going, Hello, we're the Jellicles and we're here for this... It's all done through song, dance and mood. Mm. McCavity in the Broadway show literally... Dies. Yeah, he does die after his own song is done. But he has a fight with Monkey Strap, but then he electrocutes himself. See, oh, he I, does. Doesn't yeah, that be it's so cool? It's really cool. God, why can't we have seen that on film? Oh my! Like, Elba electrocuted. What, yeah, what's the like? I, I just think I feel bereft all over again now. Yeah. That was such a cool moment. It was. Oh my god, I feel robbed. Which is, but instead we get. I thought what they were going to do, which I thought might be kind of like, I was like, oh okay, is that McCavity teleported onto the rope. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess he's just going to be clinging to the rope and will fly off into the yeah. afterlife as well. So he kind of gets his way, but it's also like, well, now he's gone. So the problem of cat society with its wanted cat posters. Moriarty. Yeah, who yeah. put those up? Other cats. Who's going to arrest him? Cat police. Because, like, can the humans see that? No. <laughs> no. no. Oh, well, don't rem- remember what I know who wrote them. Who? The dogs. No. Oh! <laughs> we know they exist. McCavity turns the name from Moriarty to McCavity in the lights. Yeah. Yeah. He, magic. Um, I thought he was going to fall off the rope and die. Same. But he didn't. No. But it's a U, that's why. It's He's, a U yeah. It's, <laughs> so, I'm going to now move us towards final thoughts, which is a mirror of um, One Line Hot Takes, where we will discuss, well, you, you guys will discuss your final thoughts on the movie in a short... Sentence, phrase, or other things you'd like to go. Um, Zoe, oh, no. what are your final thoughts on Cats, the musical, the movie? I think it, it's sad because I think it could have been quite good. 
I think, I mean, part of me is thinking, would this be better if they had been in sort of similar cat-style costumes to the show? I think the CGI is what kind of um, fudged it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I think I agree with your theory that the budget got cut. Um, and unfortunately, it obviously got cut right when they were working on the hands and feet. Uh, especially <laughs> when, like, Judy Dench's ring would be there and then suddenly it would disappear and then suddenly it would come back again yeah um i did look out for the ring yes so, um, good you know and i i mean i thought it was really good that uh i'm going off on a tangent here no, but, go for it, yeah. uh you know grizabella i'm glad she got her acrylics done for the film <laughs> it was very nice that she had black acrylic nails what if the other cats have like pink acrylic nails really weird <laughs> some of them had their nails done some of them didn't overall i think you know it was it wasn't as weird as the media made it out to be. This is the thing. Which I'm kind of disappointed by. Yeah. Um, like, would I watch it again? Not unless I was on some kind of heavy drug. Mm. Which we had in our screening where people were on heavy on, drugs. On and heavy drugs. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, I can imagine. But that is my final drugs. Yeah. Okay. Maddie. I think I, was, I saw a review, a tweet, a review, a comment from a person that said basically it sounded like people who watched the Cats Broadway show video obsessively as a teenager mm -hmm. would probably have quite a nice time. Well, anyone who had never seen Cats before would stare on in abject horror. True. And I kind of feel I'm like, it's just not a very good adaptation of Cats. Also, there is the whole thing about... um. Like, you know, the the costumes and the dancing and the fact that it's sung through a very stylized. Yeah. But it's taking place in, like, a real world backdrop. And we're expected to feel actual emotions for these things. So it kind of falls between two planes of reality. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's pretty much what I said. Yes. Last time. Yes. So yes. now I need to think of a new uh, final thought to close the show with, I guess. Um, meow, meow, meow. I think this is probably going to be our last Cats-based podcast. We've done two. <laughs> and I think that's quite enough for anyone. Honestly, I, I'm really interested to see like how quickly the media cycle moves on from Cats. That's my that's my current thing. I think we needed this, Nick, at the end of 2019. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it I is. Think, I think the media as a whole needed this. Just to sort of go, ah! Yeah, and rage against the meaningless of existence. And scream all of their feelings out. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see you in 2020. Well, this might be going up in 2020, depending... I'll probably get up before uh, the new year. Well, happy new year! Happy new year! And if you were listening to this and you didn't have a Merry Christmas, I hope you have a go better one. Go see cats, you'll feel better. Yeah, get drunk, go see cats. Bye!